We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, five dollars, and or nine dollars. Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Jim Labachi. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by searching Blog Access 101. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. I'm here today with my co-host, KJ. What up, KJ? Hey, what's going on? Very much, brother. The Reese Jackson threw me off for a second. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we can jump right in. Yeah, we jump right into it with the uh, Shikari Richardson with um, crazy bounce back. You know, obviously the media was tearing her down last year when she got caught of uh, the PEDs, really just marijuana. Um, and you know, they try to write her off, and you know, some you know sometimes that, that humbles an athlete to the point where they you know it's hard for them to come back from that. But you know, she rose to the occasion, um, came back and won what two gold medals and then a bronze at the uh, World Championship in Budapest. Uh, what what did you think about that? Uh, when she did 120 meters in the four by one. Yeah, I think I mean you pretty much hit it on the nail, bro. I mean, people can either rise or fall from adversity, especially the public view, which can be you know very critical of people. So she she took it. I mean, honestly, for marijuana use, you got a lot of athletes who use marijuana stuff like that. I didn't think it was such a horrible thing. I mean, yeah, she needed to be focused, and that the rules are the rules. So she did break the rules. She, but I think she learned from it. And obviously, as the results showed, she bounced back and got that gold medal in a hundred. So I mean, it's a nice little rivalry between her and um, and uh, Jackson from Jamaica. The, those two girls go back and forth, uh, you know, as far as their competition with each other. But um, I think she, you know, the media wants her to be a star. She has the star power. So, you know, I see good things for her in the future. Yeah, and then uh, I think of what the USA trials when, you know, uh, you know when uh, Mulata got that song ripped me out the plastic and she uh, ripped herself out of the frontal into the braids. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even see that. They got that on video. I got to check that out. Yeah, just just put rip me out, rip, rip me off the frontal with, uh, with Shikari Richardson. On YouTube or something, it should be up there somewhere, or, or just Google it, put it in the Google. But that I was like, when I saw that, I said, "Oh yeah, she coming out, she out for blood." But it was it was good to see her turn up, man, and get the respect that she rightfully deserved. You know, especially she was doing the weed stuff after her mom died, and you know, obviously, like you said, the rules are rules. But I feel like with something like that, but then again, if somebody else did it, now you got to do it for everybody else. But like, like she, I think she was taking the weed just to decompress from losing her mom, which is understandable. Um, so. I sometimes I, I, I like I wish like like you know obviously now in the professional leagues they finally let go to being harsh with the with the rules of a uh, non marijuana use because we saw how much it did to Josh Gordon in the NFL. Right. He did was get high. He kept getting suspended for just getting high. I didn't like he right. the drugs or anything. It's like like if y'all selling it, niggas should be able to smoke it. So. Um, yeah, that's like the perfect example of like you can either rise or fall. And like Josh Gordon is like perfect example of how you can fall from it. And he talented guy, but he just never seemed to come back, you know, from that marijuana abuse. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't even call it abuse. Like, man, you're getting hit by 300-pound players. You're playing out there. Well, you're practicing, what, five, six days a week with pads on. You're getting hit. Then you go out there in the game, get more, get hit again. And it's like. I get it, but how many times did that guy get a chance? I mean, he got more chances than most people do in the NFL, bro. He didn't got, like, three or four chances. No, that's Each true. Each time he keep getting busted for marijuana. It's like, damn, what's more important to you? The money or or smoking weed, like smoking weed, brother. <laughs> like shit, you know. I mean, when he get older, he definitely gonna smack himself upside the head. Like, definitely miss out on the bag with that one. Yeah, man, it was, uh, he was a big talent too, man. That's why I said it, it, it was just the marijuana that got him. It wasn't that serious. Well, I mean, I guess it was serious at, at this time. But matter of fact, what about what happened to that uh, defensive end from the Cowboys, Randy Gregory? What is he still in the league? Oh yeah, I think he's, he's over there in Denver. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, I know he had a he was battling a little. Yeah, remember he was going to go top five, and then he ended up going second round because he couldn't stop smoking weed. That is crazy. <laughs> as well yeah I'm, I'm glad these leagues finally like woken up and said like all right we got to stop like penalizing these players for doing weed it's not like they're doing cocaine or meth or something they're just they just smoking weed like i saw something about that they they're gonna loose the uh the rules on that right yeah yeah they, i think they already started i know the nba did for sure i think nfl did it's going to already has as well uh which is good man because i'm like you can't penalize players because really, really that's kind of like treatment for some of these guys like some people get massages uh, what's, what's the other one? Acupuncture or, you know, Brian do a lot of the, uh, what's the joint? Like you go into like the freeze joint. Oh, cryotherapy? Yeah, a lot of people do that. I mean, so some mm-hmm. just smoke weed. You know, yeah, everybody got a day way to recover. Yeah, I mean, you asked Deshaun Watson, the massages can be dangerous too, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to throw that one in there. I don't mean you said it, so. Uh, speak, speaking of Sean Watson, man, watch him have a crazy bounce back season this year. Still be a good year for the Browns. You heard That's what I've been saying, bro. I, I think the Browns really going to do something this year. I mean, Deshaun Watson last year, he was a little rusty, you know, everything. But I think, you know, just his talent, if he can really bring back what he had from before, the Browns going to be a problem. I love to hear it, man. Then he got some, uh, what he got over there, Elijah Moore that left the Jets. Um, they got Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't really gonna mention him. He like he's up and down, and uh, he, he picks and chooses when he, he wants to play. Always get injured, but uh, when he's healthy, he's definitely a, a big time player. Um, but when big moments come up, he's definitely gonna shy away. He, he, this is worth from a Cowboys fan. Right, right. I'll say you on that. But cause I saw what, you saw what he did when he's with Dallas, but you know. He's definitely a good weapon. Then uh, Njoku, the tight end, he, he's been starting. Like we always thought, he had big talent. He started. He had a decent season last year. Um, hopefully that continues. Um, mm-hmm. Then you got Nick Chubb, so he got the weapons. Now you just gotta, it's, it's, you know, it's always hard to come back after not doing something for an entire year, especially when you're playing football and you you, hike, you always got three hundred pound uh, guys running at you. That's running what four sevens, four eight now, which is freakishly crazy. Um, so you 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 sit out a whole year and not have to deal with that, and you come back and it's kind of it's kind of like putting somebody in a, a, um advanced statistics class and they never was really good at math. So, <laughs> right, right. So I th- I think he just he has a bounce back year. He got a year to get himself back under 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 wraps, and I think he does well. Uh, what the Browns? AFC North. I mean, I don't see them going too far because you got Baltimore in that division, Cincinnati. Um. 
Pittsburgh could be a hit or miss, but I feel like they at least they'll, they'll have. I think they will have a ten game win season. Ten, yeah, I see that. I see that as well. We'll yeah. see. I don't think it's enough for them to get in the playoffs, but I I can see the Browns getting in the playoffs. Man, who you got? I can see the Browns getting in the playoffs. Who you got them knocking? You said what? I said who you got them? Who who you got them knocking out? Um, within their own division. Yeah. With within their own, let's see. We got the Bengals, the Ravens. We got Bengals, Ravens, the Browns, and and who's the fourth one? Steelers. The Patriots, right? Steelers, Steelers. Oh, the Steelers. Ooh, definitely not the Bengals. I say, I say, I, I can see them knocking off the Steelers. Okay. I didn't, maybe even the I Ravens. Didn't, I didn't. Wow, uh, that's crazy. But <laughs> I, I mean, if you think about it, the Browns had the perfect team. Everybody yeah. was saying they had like the dream team like two years ago. Defense stacked. I mean, they don't got Kareem Hunt no more. But when they had that one-two punch run, running back committee. You know what I'm saying? Um, they got a solid offensive line, solid receivers. I mean, not elite receivers, but solid receivers. They got – I don't think Jarvis Landry's with the Browns anymore, right? No. No, but they had a solid trio like two years ago, but they still got a tight core. I think their team stacks up better than the Ravens. Yeah, it's so, pretty good. i give you that. And I would take Deshaun – I'll take pre – Pre-scandal Deshaun Watson over Lamar Jackson. I would have to agree with you. No, Lamar Jackson, obviously he has he's a better runner. You know, he has better he has the better flash plays, but Deshaun Jackson is way more accurate than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. When it, sh- it, show, it shows in the playoffs when they stack the box and shut down Lamar Jackson's running, his throwing, his accuracy is susceptible. Yeah, because Deshaun Watson. Definitely um, is 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 by far definitely a better pocket has a better pocket presence than than uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, what would it be year before that? When he almost threw five thousand yards when he played Houston, and that's what the, the mm-hmm. team is. And, um, so um, he never like outside of you know outside of uh, Hopkins, he never had like a really big time other names other than that. He just played with what he got and just been out there just doing his thing, throwing four thousand yards two years of four thousand yards. Um, in his career, I think this is the year he does it again, and it might be higher since you know you got the extra game. So I would say maybe five thousand. And he was doing this shit with the Texans. I mean, granted, he did have DeAndre Hopkins, but I mean, he was doing that shit with the Texans. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see if he can really bounce back to his old form. Hmm. And now that he's got a good squad, what he can do, and you know, just hearing the interviews about how toxic Bill O'Brien was and everything. So now that he's around a real good organization, I just want to see what he can do. And he's in the AFC, so he's not around the Eagles. So I can still root for both. So look at that. Kyle Root for somebody else other than the Eagles. I never thought I would see today. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, the Eagles still need to be the Super Bowl champion, but I I can, you know, root for the other side as well. So that brother said Super Bowl champions. I love that for you, Kyle. <laughs> never, you never, you never, you always have that good uh faith. Hey, I think one more, one more disappointing year, Dak, that, that you're gonna become an Eagles fan, bro. I mean, you're from Philly, so we're we gonna welcome you home. 
Oh, you know, one more disappointing year. Definitely a big Hurts fan. I've been saying for years he was going to be the best quarterback in NFC East. I thought it was going to be this year. He, he surpassed my expectations a year prior. So, uh, big Hurts, Hurts fan. Yes, sir. Sir. I already been saying he was going to be better than Dak Prescott. People thought I was crazy. Clearly, I'm not that crazy anymore. Um, but yeah. It was just good to see her. The Shikari just went in at 100. I think she went with 10.65, and then the 200, she got bronze. That's, that's she's she's okay in the 200, but that's not obviously it's not her bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I, she's more of like a natural sprinter, right? Like she got that quick speed. Yeah, she knows she's short, got that quick step, quick quick burst. So it's clear, obvious that the 100 is a better race. Uh, four by one, she ran away with it um, for the U.S. And, you know, U.S. men's and women won a four by one, which was amazing because it rarely happens. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's happy. It's always good to see athletes bounce back when everybody wrote them off. It's always good. It's always a good underdog story. Um, like you said, she had the rivalry with Sharika Jackson, um, and then Shelly Ann Frazier, and then used to be Elaine Thompson. She fell off a little bit due to injuries. Hopefully, she bounced back as well. Jamaican runner. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just good to see, especially the black women bouncing back and uh, shutting up all the haters. Uh, everybody now you can see everybody back on the coattail. Like somebody was talking about, it was like a year ago they brought her off. Now they now the media is all in her face, asking for interviews. Uh, you know, first they love you, then they hate you, man. So, right. It's good. It's good to see that she bounced back, got a smile back on her face, and they prove everybody wrong. But yeah, man, let's jump to the next topic. But uh, Trey Lance coming to Dallas. I that I was so confused. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think everybody was surprised by that one. I said, and the only thing I could think to myself is. Oh yeah, it's about to be curtain call and Dakota Prescott if he chokes again this year in the playoffs. Um, or it could just be they trying to have a solid backup for once. Um, not no disrespect to Cooper Rush, he did well when he came in last year, but um, Trey Lance is definitely upgrade. Um, uh, shout out to my man Will Greer. We released him yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, I, is he an upgrade though? Um, I think so. I think I think he was. I mean, he was number three pick for a reason. I mean, right now, you what what are you speaking off of except potential, though? Oh, it's definitely potential. I think he's a better, much better dual threat quarterback than, than Dak Prescott is or ever. I don't know. We're talking about strictly off of backup. So, like, strictly off of backup, you said he'll be a more solid backup than Cooper Rush. I mean, Cooper Rush came in and did arguably the best job that a backup could have done. He lost one game. I mean, yeah, you're right, but it wasn't. I guess you know wins a win, but what he did, the game wasn't pretty. But he was plus our defense kind of did their thing as well, and he and he just did what he needed to do, which is understandable. Um, but I, I I like Trey Lance's game. Um, I think that he has potential to be a very, I wouldn't say a like a Hall of Famer quarterback, but I, I can at least say he can have. I'd say he has potential to be a Pro Bowl, All Pro. Um, hearing a few times, I I can see him running what about kind of like a uh, I wouldn't like a typical prototype of Jalen Hurts as you can key with the run in the passing. Um, now, now, do will we see that? Obviously, we will only have to be able to see that if that goes down. Um, because like, one thing we know about Dak Prescott, he always shows up in the uh regular season. Um, but it's the playoffs where we always uh second guess Dak Prescott. Um, but I just – I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, we have – we definitely have the weapons that he can use. 
And he might he might come in a few times. Well, I don't know. We don't really want run that like scheme offense, like Wildcat and stuff like that. But he would be definitely a perfect in that type of offense setting. Um, but I think this is just a way for this is a, a move for us for the future. For if Dak doesn't pan out, we got somebody else in the future that we can use. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I, I see the writing on the wall for Dak Prescott. I, I honestly think this is his last year. If he doesn't show up and at least take y'all to the championship round, I think Jerry Jones is moving on. I mean, to I mean, since free agency is over and they already using that draft capital when they could probably use other trades to be more competitive this year. I think Jerry Jones is looking for his backup plan to, to uh, um, appease the Cowboys fans, you know, if Dak doesn't pan out. Like he just seems to every year in the playoffs, well, in the beginning of the playoffs. So I think the writing's on the wall for Dak Prescott. Because, um, I mean, if you say like, hey, we just got Trey Lance to be a solid backup, he's done nothing in the NFL to show that. I mean, he was he was the starting. He, he came in to be a protege to Jimmy Garoppolo. They gave him the starting job. He didn't do good in that. Then he got hurt. Then they fell to the point where they need to bring in other quarterback competition because they didn't like what they see before he got hurt. I mean, but no, you got to remember. Lost his job to Purdy. The Houston game. And this summer, he competed for the backup QB job and lost that to Sam Darnold. So he couldn't even win the backup QB job. So he went from being drafted top five to taking over, losing his job, then competing for the second QB job and lost that. Yeah, so, but that, I mean that, that's that's not something you don't use draft assets like that for, you know, a solid backup QB option. You're looking to develop this quarterback and have him potentially take over. No, but, but the week 16, you have to get what he had like what was it? I think they they just sat Brock Purdy that, that game when they played uh yeah, the Houston Texans. I mean, obviously the Houston Texans, but he he threw for like what, like two fifty, two hundred, two 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 touchdowns that game. I'm mad. I didn't start him in fantasy that week. It was like week sixteen. You talking about like during the end of the season when they just hey, players down? They, they, they were trying to see what they still had. You know that's bad stats right there. So you ain't know. You know that wasn't no real game. It was the regular season. That's what I'm saying. Towards the end of the season, though. Hey man, end of the season they resting starters. You know, people looking forward to the next year if they didn't make the playoffs. You know, you evaluating your roster at that point. You know, ain't no real game scheming. Ain't, ain't nobody competing like that, you know. Come on, Rob. Yeah, to see what they have, man. They said, oh, we got some trade bait here. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they're talking about who was the winner and loser from it, the Cowboys or, or the 49ers. I mean. I don't think either team was. I definitely say the 49ers lost. I mean, you gave up all that draft capital. Oh, yeah. I, got, I, I say I say thank you to 49ers, actually, because we got Devontae Smith because of them. But um, all that draft capital, I think they moved up three times to uh, to to get Trey Lance. And then what? Two, three years later? What was it two years later? Going on three years later, he's not even on your team, and you're giving him up for a fourth-round pick. Hey, we'll take it. We appreciate them guys out there. Guys, <laughs> that we'll take it. Yeah, but I definitely think the writing's on the wall for your boy Prescott. We'll see how he shows up this year. I mean, 
it may have the Carson Wentz effect on him where, you know, now he sees an extra shoulder, an extra body behind his shoulder and, you know, it affects his performance, affects his psyche. We'll see. I mean, I think Dak Prescott's a little bit more mentally strong than Carson Wentz was when the same situation happened to him. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll Free see. <laughs> Is he still in the league? <laughs> he's a free agent right now, but somebody showed, put a picture on Twitter. He was doing a private workout where he had like a Colts hat, a Colts um helmet on, like an Eagles jersey and a Redskins shorts. It just shows how much he bounced all over the league. It's sad. Poor wins, man. He went from being a potential MVP, the Super Bowl champ winner, to now, man. Man, I tell people all the time, man. The sports business is ruthless, man. One second you're on top. Next next second you're on the bottom. Bro, I was I was saying the same thing. Like it's it's crazy, especially with some of these quarterbacks. I mean, look at Winston. And, you know, he he was the man that the, the, supposed to bring the Bucks to the promised land. And, you know, now he's back up for the Saints. Mariota, same thing. And people was clinging trying to get him in the beginning of the draft. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad the Eagles didn't make the move, but you know, now he our backup. And he may be getting replaced by a third string. People calling for him to get kicked out. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's, and it, I don't know if you watched the John quarterbacks. If you ha- if you haven't, you need to go check it out on Netflix. Everybody that's watching this, John. Uh, I'm, I got I got to watch the last episode tonight. Uh, but it's a good job, man. It just shows like how all the quarterbacks, like like at different levels, you know, with obviously Patrick Mahomes, top quarterback in the league by far. Uh, then you had like, Mark, uh, not Marcus, my man, Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk, you know, it's like a mid-level. Like he has the numbers and stats, but he never really showed up in playoffs. So that's his, that's his biggest knock. Uh, then you got the young guy, you know, Mariota, you know, was number two in that 2016 draft to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's bounced around the league. Uh, nice with you guys as, as a backup. Um, so. You said it's called quarterbacks? Yeah, it's called quarterback from Netflix. On Netflix? Okay, okay. Got to check it out. I know they had hard knocks going on too. I think Yo, I got to catch up on it, John. Man. I've been I'm so far behind in it, John, but I got to catch up on it. That's another team to look out for this year. The Jets, I think. Oh. Um, yeah, down Aaron Rodgers, he's got a better organization around him this year. Uh, this time that you know is really willing to make the moves necessary. You know, put some time around it. I mean, yeah, I mean he's a great quarterback, but that doesn't mean you you just can compensate him with trash receivers, you know. But he's finally getting the support that he needs. Got a good uh, supporting cast. Got a good defense behind him now, too. So the Jets may make some noise this year. I mean, obviously they're in a very tough division, but see what they can do. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely see him as a playoff team. I, now, let me see. I don't see who they knocking off. I don't see them knocking off the Bills. I don't see them knocking off Cincinnati. I, I, yeah, I think they're a good divisional team, but I don't, I don't think they go farther than the divisional playoff round. Just need you said they don't go farther than the divisional playoff round? Yeah, I, I don't see them knocking off. Like, you know, you got that final four, what, what, probably Kansas City, barring no injuries, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and then I would say the Jets. Um, They play one of those teams they're going to lose, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. Um. The Bills, see, the Bills are in the same division as the Jets. 
Um, I got – I definitely got the Jets beating the Patriots. I think the, I think the Jets can get over the Patriots. Dolphins is another sneaky team. Dolphins is another sneaky team. They got all the potential in the world. They got star-studded. They, they probably got one of the most talented rosters. I mean, I know a lot of people say the Eagles got a really talented roster, but, I mean, I'll give credit where it's due. I think people really sleeping on the Dolphins roster. I mean, they are star-studded from Jalen Ramsey, cornerback, you know, to Tyreek Hill and um, just the other receiver. It's the other receiver they got first round. From where? From, uh, from were you talking about the Dolphins? The Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, my man, Jalen Waddle, baby. He puts respect on Jalen Waddle, yeah. He, he's, he's a problem. Oh, so they got they got talent all across the board. The so, only thing, the only thing, but that's here's not going Miami. Tua, can he stay healthy? <laughs> and I was gonna say that is the only thing. Can a quarterback situation stay stable? If it does, they could potentially be the championship round. Yeah, that's who should have went after Trey Lance. Um. Nah, I don't see that. I'm, I mean, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's like as as, as just having a, a solid, solid backup in case Tua goes down. Because other other than Tua's injuries, that's I don't see any other knocks in Miami other than maybe don't have. That's a, the thing you, you keep saying. Trey Lance is a solid backup. I think he needs a lot of work. All right, you are gonna see, man. You are gonna see my guy putting that work, man. With Dakota Prescott start choking in the play. <laughs> Honestly, I I could see Cooper Rush beating him out. Oh wow, sheesh! You gotta you gotta keep in mind, Sam Darnold came in <laughs> and beat Trey Lance out. They wanted to give Trey Lance the job, and it was like, all right, we'll make you the second string. You know, give you a little bit more. I don't time. know everybody, and everybody be knocking Sam Darnold like, but he's not that bad as a quarterback. He just no, Sam Darnold is not that bad. I'm just saying, though, you're talking about Trey Lance going to come in and be the savior for Miami if Tua goes down. I'm like, that's not going to happen. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Miami would have been the perfect situation. Dual threat quarterback. You got them two shifty wide receivers on the outside. Got a decent tight end. Um, the line is pretty is, is decent. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like that would have been a good little, nice little perfect option for him to step into. But um, so you saying the jet? You saying the Bills are over the Jets? Of course, it depends on what Josh Allen. Showed. I don't know, man. They That's lost the... a lot on defense. They yeah. lost some. That's Jermaine Evans on defense. Um, they lost a couple other people. They lost a tight end. They lost well, some key. They, they, no, they, no, they ain't really Kincaid is though. He's different. I don't, know, I, I don't know you. I know you're not really a big fan of college football, but he is different. I was mad we didn't get him. Oh, you're talking about the tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they they got they got him, so for sure. We'll see. I don't know. I was just a little disappointed in the Bills last year. Now, guaranteed they did get robbed on that call with the with the Chiefs. That that was atrocious, that call that happened. But um I don't know. I think A-Rod got that dog in him. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's gotten everything he wanted now. You know, he's saying that. He needed to have talent around him. He needed to have receivers that, you know, could run routes. So he's got all that now to the writings on the wall. So I think, you know, this is really A-Rod's time to shine. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just 
it's definitely gonna be a nice little show for everybody that's AFC fans. I mean, obviously, me and you call NFC fans, particularly NFC East, but it's gonna be a good, nice little run of the AFC. You know, give Patrick Mahomes some more, uh, see who can they're throwing the Chiefs. I don't see anybody in the AFC doing it. Maybe the only best case is the what the, the Bengals. I was watching the hard knocks, John, not hard knocks, the quarterback. I didn't know Joe Burrow beat him two times in a row, and then uh, I know actually three times in a row, which is crazy. Yeah, they called Joe Burrow the Chiefs layer. Mahomes does not have a good record against the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes does not have a good record against the Bengals. And like I said, the Bengals should have won that game, that championship game. But um, it is what it is. But, you know, Burrow's down right now, so we'll see how he responds. So as of right now, because Burrow is hurt, we don't know how long he's going to be out. We don't know how he's going to respond from the rust. So... You know, I definitely had to keep the Jets up there. I think Joe Burrow will be good by the time he might should be back by week one. Because I mean, they they're, they're, they're oh, saying, no. he gonna got a couple games, bro. Really? Yeah, I thought he um. No, they were saying it was a calf injury. I mean, to me, the way he pulled up, I thought it was Achilles, but I was like, because I don't know if you saw the video how he pulled up. I'm like, like Achilles injury, but uh. But they say like right now I'm looking at his, like the fantasy journal, like he's like looks great at the stage of his recovery. Uh says looks pretty good as he ever been walking. Um so I, I think he's back by week one. Yeah, they said in the right direction of, of, of ahead of week one. So okay. So he should be good. And that was like this couple Mondays ago. Okay, so initially he was supposed to miss several weeks. Or there's been a much more positive update on Burrow's status for week one against the Browns. Oh, you know, I still don't see them playing them week one. I think the doctors hold them out for week one and comes back week two. All right, but I say he comes back week one, man. He ain't missing that robbery game. Oh, with the Browns? Mm-hmm. That's a game I'm thinking about betting on, too. And I'm thinking about taking the Browns. Wowzers. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's never a dog moment with you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just really got faith in Deshaun Watson, man. Just like we were talking about. I think, um, you know, now that he's knocked the rust off, you know, I think Deshaun Watson is going to reclaim himself as one of the top five quarterbacks. And um, he's got the, the team around him now with the Browns and um, especially Burrow. If he plays, I do not see Burrow playing week one. I think they're going to. Be safe, rest the calf, looking at the bigger picture for the playoffs. But even if he does, you know, just a little bit of rust he's going to have from sitting on the sidelines on, you know, Deshaun Watson. He's been going full throttle. I think um, I think the Browns can beat the Bengals, week one at least. Interesting. Yep, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Brother Lee, you guys play the Patriots week one. That's I know I know which game I'm betting on. That's an easy one for the Eagles. They oh yeah. Be- I'm surprised it's only minus two two twenty. Yeah, I'm surprised. He only got the point spread as minus four point five. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I'm taking that. But <laughs> I think the highest rated one they got is the Ravens versus the Texans. Oh yeah, it's gonna the be the Ravens is, is almost my minus five hundred. Goodness gracious. <laughs> So, which is understandable. They're playing the rookie QB. And I heard um, 
just from what I heard, I've been watching the preseason games of the Texans, but um, they said uh, their rookie QB hasn't been doing too good. Come on, CJ Stroud. Yeah, don't worry about it. He'll be ready. He got, he got that, he got that Ohio State in it, baby. That Buckeye love. Oh my bad, I'm thinking the wrong quarterback. No, um, it was Bryce Young. They said that hasn't been looking too good. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the Panthers. They say he hasn't been looking too good. I can tell you that. Uh, I don't I don't ever really like short quarterbacks outside of Russell. Wilson. That's what they were saying. They were saying it looks like his stature may not be able to keep up with the NFL pace and, mm-hmm. you know, durability-wise. He just looks a little small. But they said they liked him to, like, Kyler Murray a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm never really a big fan of Kyle Murray either, Kyler Murray. Um, but so, what's going on with that situation? They saying that he may be out for the year again or something like that, or I don't know. Was he, I think what he's sitting up doing a contract or something, right? So what I heard, Kyler Murray, nah, he just got a contract, but I heard like another injury update on him or something like that. See what they saying, Kyler Murray? Sound like he's trying to get out of there. <laughs> I don't know, man, but he he definitely hasn't panned out. And crazy part is the guy who vouched for him to come there when they already had another quarterback, he got him fired, Josh Rosen. No, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, my bad, Cliff Kingsbury. They got, he got uh, Cliff Kingsbury fired. These, these, these players, man, be something else, brother. They be something else. Okay, so it looks like they still have him recovering from his ACL injury. So he's not at least going to play the first couple of weeks. They got Colt McCoy starting. Shit. Well, whoever, whoever any fantasy fantasy uh football players out there, make sure you take the uh whatever teams that the Car- the Cardinals are playing for the first few weeks cuz they were the defenses because they're going to have a field day. Cool. And actually they got the Commanders as the second highest rated on the opening weekend with minus 310. Who they play? They play the Cardinals. Oh, man. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think that's a gimme either because they starting Sam Howell. Oh, I ain't going to not Sam Howell ain't no joke, man. I see what he did to us last year at the end of the season. Carter's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen too much tape on him. But, yep. I mean, obviously he's got to be at least decent because, you know, the Commanders, they haven't made no type of quarterback move. You gotta remember they got they must really like what they see from Sam Howe. Yeah, then you gotta remember they got Eric Big B enemy now over there. That's gonna be a crazy offense run. So if you had your would you put your money on opening weekend for the commanders versus the Cardinals? I think I would. I think I would. Eric B enemy never lets me down. Yeah, they said they got a pretty um innovative offense over there. I've been hearing the in the training training camp rumors for the for the commanders. So we'll see. You got Terry, Terry McLaurin out there, uh, who never really played with a good quarterback, but still uh, somehow always finds a way to get over a thousand yards, which is amazing. And then you got was it uh, Dotson, another sleeper wide receiver over there? What he's six five, uh, right? He got a, a offensive passive offensive coordinator, um, and you still got those running backs right there, Brian Robinson, and uh, what's the other one from uh, that came out of Memphis. Yeah, I forgot his name. It's Anthony something, but he he's shifty as well. 
Um, so you know, you got they got a, a, a solid, solid offense. Uh, they just never had the offensive coordinator. I think the enemy opens up that offense, especially the, particularly in the passive game. Um, so I think they they have a good season. I mean, they're still gonna probably finish last in the NFC East, but that's obviously that's one of the strongest. Uh, I say NFC East is the strongest division right now. Yeah. We had Went from the least to the greatest. Yeah. You know, we had it three teams in the playoffs last year. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. At least one of us, one of them got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, man, appreciate you coming out. You want to add anything else? Man, uh, just looking forward to this opening weekend of football coming up, you know, next two weeks. Yeah, go count. So, you know, definitely going to be on the gambling with that, the uh, sports betting. So, you know, I'll definitely be back on the podcast, you know, to share my thoughts on that. So. All right, man. Appreciate you coming out. No doubt, bro. Take it easy. All right, you too.